2: On air with Ruben J., your home for entertainment news and deep dive conversation. Here's your host, Ruben J.
1: It's on air with Ruben J, another edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to last week's little rant that I had going on. I really appreciate every single download. It is Ruben J. This week's episode, again, is uh, it's back to normal. I promise you I'd be back to normal, and I am. So uh, I just want to take a quick second and say, uh, if you've been paying attention to my Twitter feed, yes, I am back on Twitter. I decided to delete... The offensive tweet. The absolutely offensive tweet. And I'll jump into that in some other time. But uh make sure to follow me on Twitter at the Ruben J. Make it worth you worth my time. <clears throat> to be fair, uh I have uh uh <laughs> I just need to get on something. I need something to allow me to promote what I'm doing, and again, if you want to help promote what I'm doing, head over to dollarinthejar.com, three bucks a month, and you'll get this podcast ad free just for supporting the show. Um, as you can tell, I'm a little sick. I am, uh, <clears throat> I'm battling through a, uh, a random stress cold that, uh, I've acquired over the last, uh, week or so. So, uh, be patient with me as I try to get the plugs out, but dollar will, uh, if you subscribe there, three bucks a month, join the free tier. Cause I'm actually gonna be doing a lot of stuff on the free tier as well. Just to make sure that my content can continue to, um, to, to reach an audience uh while facebook and twitter continue to censor me um it's really it's really pretty pretty interesting but hey you know what let's just go ahead and let's jump into this week's episode it was a great conversation uh with a up-and-coming artist kyle daniel so um let's just jump into it all right so i promised everybody we'd be back to normal format this week and i'm 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 living up to that promise uh, because we have uh, we have a guest this week. We have a guest a musician. Uh, please welcome to the show, Mr. Kyle Daniel. Kyle, welcome, man. How are you doing this? What's
2: wonderful day, dude. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely, man. Anytime. I, I was telling mm-hmm. you off the air that I was listening to your music, uh, kind of prepping for for our little chat today, and uh, and, it, and it put me in a great mood. You know. Um, I love it. I don't want to give away too many secrets about what I do here in this podcast because I want people to think I do it on the day it gets released. But it's a Saturday afternoon here. I'm listening to some Kyle Daniel, and I'm just I'm in a good, uplifted mood, man. What I love that, like, and it's 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 one of those things where music these days doesn't always bring people to like a happy mood. Like a lot a lot of music is uh, very much um, driven by narrative or driven by um, wanting to uh, to just send a message other than just making people happy are, are you purposely trying to make music that makes people happy and make people go in a good mood or, or tell me a little bit about what you do because I listened to a lot of your music and it all was very uplifting um kind of like a um, open a beer and just chill
2: <laughs> well good I mean I think that that's kind of um what we we all strive for you know is the stuff that uh, that people want to congregate around and and they want to you know they want to be with their friends they want to drink beer they want to go to a bonfire and and uh and have a party and 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 really connect with each other i think that was kind of my biggest thing with this record was more so like connecting um and trying to get closer to the people um Emotionally, I think that it was something that I tried to run the gamut as far as uh, storylines and happy and sad. And uh, so it's good to hear that the majority of it puts you in a good mood because I tried to kind of give a little bit of all of it. So um, that's that's really good. I don't think I purposefully did any of that, though.
1: Oh, well, it, it worked that way. I, I was seriously, I was listening to, to a little bit of everything that you, you've put out, just trying to get into the vibe and try to get, get to know you a little bit as, as we dive into this um, this conversation, man. And there was just, it was good storytelling, um, reminding me a little bit of a, like a Chris Stapleton style vibe. Again, like you just open a beer or, or pour a whiskey and just kind of start sipping away. Yeah. Um, what tell me a little bit about your, 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 writing style, because that's, that's what I'm always interested in is, is what people, uh, how they approach a song and how they approach. I know you have an album coming out in a couple of, in about two months or so, um, mm-hmm. that we'll talk about here in just a second, but tell me a little bit about your writing style and how you approach, uh, putting together your music.
2: Yeah. It, you know, Nashville obviously is a, a songwriting town. It's a, a co-writing town to be mm-hmm. exact. You know, they, they are, are very, uh, serious about their, their co-writes and, um, And sometimes that can kind of get out of hand. I usually just write with one other person. Um, Sometimes I'll do like a three-way write where there'll be uh, a couple of folks uh, together. But most of the time, it's just me and somebody else. And I feel like that's the moment where you really get to strip it down with somebody and and, um, you can kind of take away a couple of the layers and and start talking about things that uh, you wouldn't necessarily say in a a crowded room of people uh, right out of the gate because you don't necessarily know where some of these conversations are headed and where they're going and where these songs are going to lead. So I think it's really cool for me to walk in with like a title. I'd like to write by a title. And uh, from there, I kind of the, the, the other writer and I kind of go through this whole storyline together and navigate it. And it kind of, you know, you make it up as you go and you turn and Bob and weave and uh, it comes out as it does. And I think that sometimes you come up with cooler storylines and the way that things kind of twist and turn. Uh, than others. But, uh, but yeah, that's usually, I just usually go in with a title and try to write um, from the hook, which would be at the end of the chorus. So I try to write um, what people would remember the most first and, uh, and then kind of backfill it from there.
1: So you're, I I was reading here that you're, you're, you were born in in Kentucky, Bowling Green, Mm -hmm. Kentucky, uh, and you made a move to to Nashville not too long ago, about 10 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, What made you decide to make that move to Nashville? And, you know, a lot of people who listen to the show, a lot of times, are aspiring musicians and are wanting to make a similar move. Uh, do you have any advice for those people who are maybe sitting someplace in in the middle of, of the country and, like, I need to get to Nashville, I need to get to LA, I need to get to, to Austin? Yeah. What advice would you have for them to make that move?
2: Well, uh, kind of going back to the first part of your question, the reason that I ended up moving to Nashville was I went to MTSU, which is Middle Tennessee State University. And, um, i'm originally from bowling green which is an hour up the road from nashville uh murfreesboro is about 40 minutes outside of nashville so it's about an hour and a half ish um from murfreesboro um, to bowling green so i I went down to mtsu and got in the recording industry management program did the uh, music business side of that and i played i had a college band that i played in and and we were uh we were wild heathens. Uh, so we, uh, we, we definitely, uh, did some stuff. It was fun. You know, I mean, we, we were a rowdy rambunctious Southern rock and roll college band. And, uh, and we did that thing. We did, we toured the Southeast and and had fun. And and when that kind of came to an end, I decided that I was going to use my music business degree. Um, about that time we'd all moved back to, or moved to Nashville rather. And, um, that was when I started kind of working within the business. I, I did merchandise management for a band. I tour managed a couple acts. I did all kinds of stuff prior to some of the musician stuff that I did, you know, later on.
1: And what, what made you want to do the transition? Cause I think it's, it's interesting to, to hear people who, you know, made their living doing one thing and then eventually transitioned into doing probably the thing that they wanted to do all along. What made you decide to go from being in the background and, and, uh, you know being the supporting of an act to being the act
2: well I, you know I, I was I was an act and then I went to school and it was an act at school and then kind of used my degree and then kind of came back to it so it's kind of been this I don't want to call it a love hate but it's kind of been an on off type of thing for me uh, where you know I think that time was well spent for me mentally to kind of regain what I needed to uh maybe confidence wise. Um, because you know, everybody goes through these roller coaster parts of life. And um maybe when I stepped out, I stepped out at a moment where I felt like I needed to and maybe was probably a little bit lower um confidence wise than I should have been and and, and then gained it back, kind of came back full swing, took a BC powder, came back strong sort of thing. Um and and when I when I decided to stop doing the tour management stuff, I got a couple phone calls to be a side guy guitar player. So I did that for quite a few years, and then um, you know saw how that was, and was like, man, if I had the right songs, I think I could do this artist thing again. So that's where that all came about.
1: And I think you have you have the right songs. I listen to them, and they're they're fantastic. Um, nice. Now you're, you're you have an album coming out. Yeah, uh, it's called Kentucky Gold. I love the yep. title of that. I love. Yeah, it. I just. I, I love the title. I, I don't know. there's something about it that just sounds uh, authentic and, and just genuine. You know, um, I guess thank those you. are the same words, but um, in different aspects. Uh, tell me about that title and and what people can expect out of Kentucky Gold. Uh, you know, because I, I think I think people are going to enjoy anyone who hasn't heard your music. I think they're going to enjoy it once they've discovered this podcast. They listen to to us talk a little bit. They're going to go and find you on the internet and they're going to listen to this. So tell me a little about Kentucky Gold. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man. Kentucky gold is, uh, you know, I guess I'll kind of back up to when uh, COVID began. I was overseas um, about to open up at uh, a country to country music festival in London at the O2 arena. There were 35,000 people. It was a sold out music festival. Uh, I think I was kind of stuck in between like the Cadillac three and maybe Eric church Uh one night. So it was one of the, That, I remember it was the night before that festival happened. My my manager woke us up and said, hey, boys, um, you know, they're shutting the borders down at midnight on Friday. We got to figure this out. We got to get home. And so um, from that moment, I spent a like at least eight months just writing as hard as I possibly could with um, different writers. A lot of writers is uh, an, a phenomenal Singer songwriter artist. Um, if you guys do not know him, W R I G H T, Adam Wright, phenomenal dude. He ha- uh, has written a lot of songs that you've probably heard that you did not know um, that he had written. Uh, and the guy's just a phenomenal talent. He has a way with words, and and we we spent a lot of time kind of crafting these songs because I wanted to make sure that as I was filling the bucket here at the buzzer, so to speak, um, that these songs really had. The substance, and and they could they could um, kind of hold up next to each other. That I didn't want to have an album full of like fluff with a couple good songs on it. I, I wanted to have a solid record um, that did exactly
0: what I said. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was
2: only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true.
0: Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions of See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.
2: Earlier, you know, that emotional roller coaster, we all go through that in life. And I felt like for a debut record, that was kind of something that I wanted to give this 30,000 foot view of who Kyle Daniel was. And a lot of these songs that you hear um, are very special and very important to me personally um i try not to write songs that i know nothing about like i I try to write them as personal as i can make them even if there's other characters that i tell you about in a song um it, it it very well could be something that i've experienced um more often than not it is uh because i don't like to write about stuff that i don't know about i feel like it feels um it feels phony you know and it was like you were saying earlier you know this the authenticity um of this record i think um, I can contribute that to, to maybe just trying to be honest and trying to really write to um, to something that uh, is not country radio, that is not um, to try to like hit any sort of, I'm not trying to break any records necessarily. I mean, that would be nice, but like, I'm not writing for that. Like I, I wrote this record because I felt like it was my time to say, what it is that I stand for who I am and like the, the, the morals that, that I, that I have. And, you know, I'm now I'm, I I've got a wife and a little baby boy and life has changed dramatically for me, uh, dramatically for me, from what a lot of people maybe knew me as once upon a time. And I think that that was, uh, that was also something that I wanted to uh, make note of on the record. And, and it's, uh, it's wild how, you put all these songs together, and uh, you think, "Yeah, this is this is what it's supposed to be." And then, and then they have more similarities than you really think when you when you look back at it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you know, it, it's funny you, you brought up your you know your your wife and kid and congratulations on on the new baby. Um, but you know, one of the things that I, I saw here is that you're going on tour. Uh, you're going across the across the pond here for a little bit. Um, yeah. And this is, you know, the the note on on your little sheet here says this is the first time that you've been across the pond since since COVID. You just told us a little bit about that story. Um, yeah. Do you have any anxiety about going across the pond, um, especially now that you have a, you know a baby and and a wife? It, it, does that does that change at all in your mind, uh, knowing that there's a family back home waiting for you, or or are they coming on the road with you? Like I, I don't know. Like tell me a little about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, dude. It's it's uh, you know that's I. My hair on my arm, I don't know if you can see it. The hair on my arm, if this is HD enough, is standing up just thinking about it. I mean, it's uh, – I'm i am doing the uh, the daddy daycare thing for now, you know, as I call it. Um, and little Archie is his name, Archie. And so uh, little Archie and I have been hanging out ever since uh, he's been here. And so it's going to be really tough for me. I've not been away from him at all. It's going to okay. be tough for me to, to kind of stomach that. But it's also, you know um, – Man, what a what an emotional return! I think that it um, for me, I get to go back. Um, got some full band dates, uh, which is something that the UK and Germany have not seen from me yet. They've only seen me do like an acoustic duo, and um, so I think that uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff. It's yeah, it's emotional. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna miss them. I wish both of them could come. Uh, he got sick. Uh, with a little viral infection a couple of weeks ago, we were kind of on the fence about him uh, potentially going. But you know, with everything the way that it is right now, probably best that we just wait and uh, and maybe maybe hit it for C two C. I think we're going to try to the the bull's eyes to to head back for C two C and and do that show that um, that we missed uh, in March.
1: Oh yeah, and by, by then he'll probably uh ready to, to do some uh, international traveling cuz that that's a lot that's for right. a baby. That's, Absolutely. A, that's a big that's a big ask for a baby to be able to do that that traveling and uh but uh yeah I, you know it's just it's just funny cuz uh, you know I'm looking here and I'm seeing new baby going across across to the uh, other side of the world. That's going to be interesting uh just to see how you know cuz yeah. it's it's one thing when you know you've been used to it and you've been doing it for years and, you know, the kids are used to it and whatever, but, or, you know, you're big enough to where you can bring the wife and kids with you. Uh, but right. when you're in this awkward stage of, of, of being, you know, asked to do this show, but maybe not big enough to where you can have, you know, a massive hotel suite where your family can come and hang out. It's, right. it's an awkward thing to have to have that discussion. And it's, and it's a week, it looks like it's, what is it? Two weeks away.
2: So. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Well, it's weeks, so like, yeah, it's a it's a haul. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be gone for almost two weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how you handle. It. Maybe we can talk afterwards and see how how you That's want right. it. That's <laughs> right. Like, hey man, how'd it go? Um, so and and do you do you feel uh you know now that you have a kid does it make the music game a little bit harder for you? Like, do you think about the late night because music is 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 a late night gig? You know, it's yeah. not. You know, it's not a nine to five. It's it's a little right. like it. you're going to be away from home. Um, you know, a lot of times you're not putting your kids down to sleep. You know, um, does it make that, that yeah. going out harder for you?
2: I think, I think um, my wife being as cool as she is about it makes it a hell of a lot easier when, you know, I don't have to worry about like, hey, do you mind if I like she's like, look, do what you got to do. Like, we'll figure this out. Like, I got him. I'll figure this out. You know, if I didn't have that sort of support uh, and she wasn't as cool as she is, then I would say, yes, it would probably be a lot harder on me. But I think that it's just kind of been one of those things that um, this little pause that I've kind of taken in my touring um, over the past little bit. I mean, we've done some select dates here in the state. But like that I took was was kind of a nice little refuel for me. Um, I got engaged, married and had a kid, uh, in the midst of the global pandemic. So I think i I made out. All right. Now it's time to get back to work <laughs> oh,
1: good, and good timing too, man. I mean, can you, imagine, yeah, right. you know, can you imagine getting engaged and going through the wedding and all that stuff and also having to tour. I mean, that just sounds like impossible.
2: Well, and I, and it's like, I, I, we kind of joke, my wife and I kind of joke, but it's like, really, I think that COVID was the reason that we got married. Like, because I, it was, it, it forced me to put like put the brakes on. And I, and I couldn't, uh, I I think in a normal setting prior to COVID, I was, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's the next show? Who are we opening for? When do we go into the studio next? What kind of merch do we have? Like, and it was always just boom, 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 boom. I was running 9,000 miles an hour, but I think COVID like COVID kind of gave my soul the Xanax uh, <laughs> that it needed to chill out a little bit. So I think that was uh, that was good for us all.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, and this is – it's so weird because, you know, during 2020 I was doing a podcast, you know, uh, throughout all that, throughout the entire pandemic, and every conversation was, what are you doing through the pandemic? How are you getting through this? You know, and now it's – we're yeah. two years removed from the start of it and really – you know, depending on on what you believe as far as the data goes, we're we're either at the tail end or over it. You know, and those conversations don't happen anymore. Of like, hey, what did you learn during the pandemic, and how are you applying that to your day to day now that yeah, things are back man. to normal? So I'm gonna ask you that question. You know, um, yeah. now that you've, you've had basically a two year pause um, from from the normal grind of what the music business is for you and maybe what your day-to-day was uh maybe not so much Nashville because I feel like Nashville was kind of opened up pretty quickly but what lessons did you learn during that that period of time that you're applying to uh the 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 Kyle Daniel of today and moving forward with your touring and your music and and all of that
2: yeah man great question um patience is the number one uh thing that I Burned, but um and um also learned that like i'm i'm um uh, i have very high expectations i think that um i hold high expectations for other people sometimes um that can be a strength and a weakness because sometimes um they're incapable of the expectation that I I hold them to. And maybe it's because I hold myself to a higher expectation that sometimes I, I inadvertently maybe do that to other people. And so, like, I, I learned a lot about myself and a lot about the things that I needed to start, like, putting gloves on about um, because I, I'm a very raw person. I'm an artist. I'm a very, like, soulful, emotional person. Like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like, I tell you if you can kiss my ass. Like, I'm not going to, like, it's... I'm one of those people. I just i I really um I feel like it it the the slow down, pause, patience, the whole thing kind of just like like knocked my block off a little bit. I think that that was something that maybe i I had needed for some time in my life. and I think that um admittedly, um, that was that was one of the biggest um hurdles that I had to kind of get over during uh, this time was kind of like get out of my own way because I knew that there were things that, um, that were outside of my control. I couldn't control the global pandemic. I couldn't control the fact that like I couldn't go out and tour and play shows and do things. But like I had to take uh, into account the things that I could control and um, how I controlled my environment in my immediate circle. And so um, I think that that was, uh, <coughs> it was a really nice tee up for me to get engaged get married, have a kid, be a dad, like to have a huge responsibility that, you know, I've never had in my entire life. I mean, this right here has been my responsibility for 20 years. And a bigger responsibility. And and I think that it kind of, um, even like from an artistic standpoint I've learned, um, that it's definitely remolded my mind as a songwriter. I think that I start, I always keep a notepad in my phone of like, uh, like one liners or like uh, titles, mostly titles. And uh, all of the titles kind of like, that. if I don't necessarily spell it out with the title, then I'll or witnessed or whatnot to kind of like go back to that moment. And, uh, the majority of the stuff that I've been writing about recently are the emotions of becoming a new dad, the emotions of, you know, having a child and what that love feels like and what that does, because it's one of the most indescribable feelings, I think in the world. And so I've, uh, I've been kind of chasing that neon rainbow for a hot second. I'll, I'll catch it sooner than later though. I promise.
1: Oh, and I can't wait to hear that because I think it's going to be a fun take on, on, uh, on what you do now, um, these dates in, in, uh, you know, over in the, in the, uh, in in germany looks like uh you're opening up with uh for lindsay Al. tell me about that man that sounds like a real good opportunity for you
2: yeah man she's uh i actually uh got to catch up with her at uh, c2c in berlin and uh we were doing that right before the pandemic started we had done uh berlin amsterdam berlin uh and then we had gone to london and so uh, I had got a chance to kind of connect with her. Um, I think we played right after her uh, in Amsterdam, and then and then I got to like actually have a drink with her and say hey and more than two words to her um, in Berlin. She's a, such a sweet girl, like a killer guitar player. I think it's going to be awesome. I know she's, uh, I think she's doing this acoustic, uh, wow. so that'll be cool. And uh, and I'm flying my my Swedish guitar phenom over. Uh, to do these dates with me. His name is David Hendrickson. is an incredible guitar player. So I'm looking forward to reconnecting with him. And uh, I believe Shy Carter may be on some of these dates. So that'll be cool to see him out there as well.
1: Oh, man. Sounds like a loaded lineup there. Um, So excited for you, man. Uh, Kentucky Gold comes out this fall. Uh, Stay tuned to MultimediaMouth.com. I'll have uh, more information on that once the album uh, gets closer to release date. Now, I have one last question for you um, that I think will help define kind of you. Uh, and that's give me like the top three artists that you're listening to right now. That's helping you either get through the day or influence your music or just, you know, Mm -hmm. that you, that you're enjoying, you know, top three artists that you're listening to.
2: Well, um, what I'm listening to to get through the day nowadays is, uh, usually, anything Disney my wife has (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my wife and our big Disney people so we've we been we've been just I mean letting it rip with young Archie on uh bare necessities you know we're be our guest he's you know he's got them all and 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 we got a little Spotify playlist for him um but man honestly you know I don't listen to a lot of music I know that's really weird that when I do listen to things um I can appreciate, uh, and, and enjoy listening to, uh, brothers Osborne. Oh, yeah. I love those dudes. Uh, they're actually some, some good buddies of mine here in Nashville. Great dudes. And, uh, their music is just, you know, they're doing something that's completely different in country music right now. It's not, it's not happening. And so they're, they're, uh, kind of in a league of their own and I love yeah. it. I think it's great. Um, I'm a huge Greg Allman fan. I don't know if you can see the guitar case back here, but I'm a monster Allman Brothers fan. So I'm nice. always kind of like going back to the Allman Brothers. I think that that was where it all started for me. So um, between Disney, uh, you know, Greg Allman and and uh, Brothers Osborne, I think that's, uh, that's, that's the most eclectic pool you're probably going to hear on this podcast, my friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that would have made it, you know, slightly more eclectic, if you would have pulled out like, uh, you know, or something. Yeah, Yeah. corn. Yeah, Yeah, corn. corn. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hey, man, uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. um, Because I I think that you are worth a follow and worth a, uh, a subscription over on the Spotify or Apple Music. So tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Yeah, man, thanks. Uh it is uh Kyle Daniel Music, Kyle Daniel music, uh depending on what platform you're on. I'm all over everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm doing some some things on TikTok. I don't even know why I'm on TikTok, but I'm there. So if you if you're on TikTok, come see me you never know what i'm gonna pull out that's that's probably the most uh, random social media i've got but KyleDanielMusic or kyle daniel music y'all check it out um also at KyleDanielMusic.com, um you can get uh tour dates merchandise um little info bio music videos all that
1: great kyle thank you so much man i appreciate cool. your time uh make sure to follow him on all those social media sites stick around for just a second
2: cool thanks brother
1: And that was my conversation with Kyle Daniel. A great, great conversation. Great guy. Great musician, man. I'm telling you, go listen to his music when uh, when you're trying to get some stuff done around the house. Just go listen to his music. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, It was a great conversation, and I can't wait to chat with him again. Uh, He's got an album coming out in a couple months, so hopefully by then we'll be able to chat. I also, I believe he has a song coming out this friday so pay attention to the instagrams because i believe he has a song coming out in a couple of days uh, i will let you know there but uh with that being said i'm i am feeling terrible i'm gonna get some sleep uh so make sure you uh sign up for dollar either the free version where you'll just get the regular content full of ads and all that stuff um or pay three dollars a month to get that content early and ad free or at least ad free at the very least um my uh, my new show the chang show with my buddy the chang should be back in full swing this week there was some fires and, and he had to evacuate for a little bit so we should be back to normal this week so make sure to tune in uh my name is ruben j i am out follow me on, on all social media at the Urban j at on air with ruben j i'm out peace